0: Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, December 13th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. The Cleveland Clinic reported today that it had detected the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. This comes after the state health department announced two cases on Saturday. Richard Solomon has details about those first two. Dr. Joseph Gastaldo with Ohio Health says it was only a matter of time. I think it should really surprise nobody that Omicron is here. The Ohio Department of Health said two cases were detected in men in central Ohio. Both men were vaccinated but didn't receive a booster. Is the variant more contagious? How do the vaccines protect us? Cases of Omicron have been mild so far, but we don't know that much about it. Questions that are still up in the air. In Columbus, Richard Solomon. A clean Cleveland doctor says the new Omicron variant shows the importance of getting vaccinated. Reporter Will Ewick has more. Dr. Amy Edwards, an infectious disease specialist with University Hospitals, says they're not sure if it will overtake Delta as the prominent variant in Ohio. It's certainly something to keep an eye on, but it's not something to panic about yet. As far as fighting this new variant, she says it's the same as fighting the old ones. And if enough people do it, hopefully there won't be any more. Look, this isn't going to stop. You need to get your vaccine. I don't know how many letters are left in the Greek alphabet. I don't really want to look. Let's just all go get vaccinated so we can ignore the rest of the Greek alphabet. I'm Will Ewick. It's still the Delta variant that's putting people in hospitals in Ohio, and the state health department reports just over 4,700 people are hospitalized, up 532 from a week ago, and the most in nearly a year. Nearly 1,200 of those patients are in intensive care, 764 of those are on ventilators. The counties where the virus is currently most active are Crawford, Williams, Marion, Sandusky, and Ashtabula, all in northern Ohio. Ohio's elite search and rescue team is in Kentucky to help in the aftermath of devastating tornadoes that hit over the weekend. ONN's Clay Gordon reports. Ohio Task Force One specializes in structural collapse rescues and recoveries. Spokesman Phil Sinaway says he's not entirely sure, but says they might meet up with Indiana's task force one at a collapsed candle factory in Mayfield, Kentucky. We basically take cutting and breaking tools, search tools, listening devices, things like that, then food, water for ourselves. It's believed that dozens of people were killed at that candle factory. Phil Sinaway with the task force says the team of people they took to Kentucky is extensive. We take 45 team members, That includes search specialists, um, medical specialists. We'll take an emergency room doc with us. We also take transportation and logistics folks, and then we take canine search teams. Earlier this year, Ohio Task Force One helped find victims following the collapse of a condominium near Miami, Florida, and helped following Hurricane Ida in Louisiana. The tornado that hit Mayfield was Friday evening. A few hours later, one touched down in northwest Ohio at about 3 a.m. Saturday morning. Brittany Bailey has more. The National Weather Service confirms an EF-1 tornado touched down three miles south of the village of Ada in Hardin County. The Hardin County Sheriff tells us a business and home were destroyed Power lines were torn down, and a few other houses also suffered damage. But no one was hurt there. I'm Brittany Bailey. and meteorologist Mike Joyce says that tornado did not last long. State Route 309 and 235, just south of Ada. That intersection is where this tornado began. And it was only on the ground for about 1.6 miles, but that's enough time to do some damage. And it was on the ground for four minutes, 306 to 310. That area is about 15 miles east of Lima. Nobody was injured following a small earthquake in southern Ohio yesterday. Here's ONN's Eric Brown. A 3.0 magnitude earthquake was detected by the U.S. Geological Survey around 1 p.m. Sunday in Adams County. The quake was just northeast of Manchester at a depth of just over 7 miles. As many as 200 earthquakes with epicenters in Ohio have occurred since the year 1776. There were also no reports of damage. Eric Brown, ONN News. Cleveland.com reports that nine-year-old twins died that were injured in a house fire on Cleveland's west side just after midnight Saturday night. The boy and girl were among eight people taken to the hospital. Two Cleveland police officers shot and killed a man who was waving and firing a gun. The officers responded to reports of an armed man late yesterday afternoon on the city's east side. Police Chief Calvin Williams says the man was seen walking with a gun in his hand, and when the officers asked him to put it down, he started firing. The county medical examiner identified him as 39-year-old Patrick Horton of Cleveland. The officers were not injured. The shooting will be investigated by the Cuyahoga County Sheriff's Office and the Bureau of Criminal Investigation. Columbus Zoo and Aquarium officials are appealing today to the Association of Zoos and Aquariums for their accreditation. Here's ONN's Karina Nova. Back in March, former zoo leaders were discovered to have misused zoo funds. The zoo lost their accreditation after a documentary claimed animals brought on late-night TV shows were from breeders and not the Columbus Zoo. Senior Vice President of Animal Care Jan Ramer said back in October that the lack of AZA accreditation should not be a reflection of those who work at the zoo now, and that includes new CEO Tom Schmidt. I'm Karina Nova. An animal shelter in northwest Ohio received what some are calling a Christmas miracle. The Fulton County Humane Society in Wasion had to move out of its building by the end of December after it was sold. A GoFundMe page has raised $27,000 of its $200,000 goal. But with time running out, shelter manager Stephanie Moore tells WTOL-TV in Toledo that an anonymous donor came forward and donated an entire building, in Archbold, that's twice the size. Moore says words cannot express the appreciation they feel. Volunteers are now needed to help with the big move. The Buckeye football team's looking to bounce back from their loss to Michigan as they get ready for the Rose Bowl and a date with Utah. Here's Owen ns Dom Tiberi. Coach Ryan Day says that loss has been a tough thing to get over. He is hoping for better times than the Rose Bowl. we to get this bad taste out of our mouth and play good. we got a really good team in Utah, and uh, the Rose Bowl is a great bowl. Um, it's not the CFP but uh, it's the next best thing. And so, you know, we got to do a great job preparing for this game, and then that will hopefully springboard us into the offseason. I'm Dom Taberi reporting. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.